Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, we got a big old bundle of joy. Uh, one of my good friends, Aaron Rempel, uh, he works as a, uh, as a medical supply consultant at a children's hospital. He loves, loves music, loves festivals. He just got back from Bonnaroo, which is why we couldn't do this episode last week. Thank you for being on the show, dude. Thank you for having me. It's Man. good to be here. Good, yeah. Uh, how you doing today? How's the recovery? You know what? Recovery's going okay. I wish I didn't get as under the weather as I did, but yeah. we thrive, we live, Good. we do all we need to do. Can we crack this open? Yeah, let's drink. Um, so Aaron and I have, uh, go way back, uh, we, to pledging AE Pie together, uh, back at UWM. And, uh... Those are the good day. You know, there's still good days, but those are the good days. Right, yeah. Well, that was like... When I look back at like college, that was. You want a little more? I think. Yeah, I yeah. It was what? It was like. Yeah. That's well, perfect. That's yeah, fine. we can aerate it. You know, let it go. It smells good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 mm. Cheers to that, man. Chaim. Chaim, indeed. Um, yes. Uh, so we, uh, yeah, we pledged the Jew frat together, and looking back at that was. Like the, the, that was the essence of college for, for me, like was all the fun times I had when, you know, we were working all, when we were working towards the same thing together, we were throwing great parties on the weekends. We were, but we also made a lot of really great friends through all of it. And we were just having just a, the time of our lives together. And mm -hmm. that's why, you know, I mean, that was like four or five years ago at this point and we're still here. So how do you look back at, at like. I mean, I know you just graduated this past semester, but how do you look back at, like, that phase of, like, your college career? Well, I thought I was a very wild child. I really expanded my horizons, um, and I'd started, like, meeting more people, talking to more people, meeting more friends, um, and I really, truly enjoyed myself a lot of the days. And it affected me as a person in a positive way and a negative way. Um, school maybe took a hit, but, you know. Say, I've been there. It, that's when yeah. you, you dig yourself down, but then you get back right, up. Right, 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 yeah. And, uh, as cliche as that sounds, that's what yeah. I did, and now I'm here today. Well, you were, like, um, you went out for, like, what, four days a weekend? It was a Wednesday through Sunday ordeal. Mm. So, uh, Mondays and Tuesdays were those days to, you know, get school work done, maybe even Sunday night, but if I got that done, then Sunday night we'd go out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, because I remember, like, it was a, such a rare occasion to like not go out. For I mean, at least for you, mm -hmm. like, I I usually only like go out like two or three nights of the weekend. Okay. Um, I would have to take a breather usually, but um, listen. Needless, needless to say, I I I enjoyed my time. I can tell you now. It's it's difficult for me to get out now. Yeah. Because I'm just so exhausted and it takes a toll on your body over time. Yeah. And when, it has. Well, when did it? When did you kind of start seeing it like sort of um, becoming um, more? When did it start becoming more of like a, a a hassle to go out a lot? When I turned 21. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Sure. That, that fake ID really. 
push me to my limit. I never had a fake. Um, I kind of wanted to. I wanted to wait. Yeah, that's a good thing. I wish I did. I was Aaron Frank Rempel from both of us. Yeah, for the longest and time. You don't even have no. Name. No, I don't even have them. At I either. forgot about that. You yeah. did have that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I think that. Yeah, the the burning urge to be out all the time definitely kind of does away when you're faced with the the legality of it because mm-hmm. it's like you've been waiting for it for so long, mm-hmm. and it's sort of like and there's a lot, there's a lot more sorry there's a lot more excitement to it yeah. when you're underage and a little bit more thrill to it. That's why I think right. I was so eager to go outside, go out and drink mm-hmm. and party right like I did. Yeah, and like and I feel like that's kind of like the thrill of doing anything taboo. Like I remember like. That's why people, that's why it was like so fun, but it was also such a big deal, like the first time you smoked weed, or yeah. the first time you drank like out on a weekend, like in high school, or, um, you know, just doing dumb shit like that, like when you're young, it's like, it's kind of fun because it's like, there's some weird thrill to like the fact that like, we're not supposed to do this, but it's fun anyway. Mm-hmm. But then once you finally get to 21, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I can do this now, like, I can just do it now anytime I want, wherever I want, like, so, yeah, it, it kind of, like, dis- desensitizes it, I feel, so. Yeah, it's a great way to put it. <clears throat> Rip the Black Rose. For real. Yeah. I remember going there all the time. I do, like, yeah, after the Rose closed, because I looked above the Black Rose for, like, a year. Mm-hmm. Down the street. Yeah, after I... After the rose closed, like I just did not, I just ceased wanting to go out altogether because mm-hmm. the black rose was such a like centralized part of. It was convenient. Yeah, like it's it's centralized on the east side. It's like everyone that everyone that lives in the neighborhood loves to go to. Mm-hmm. Drinks are cheap, food's cheap. Um, yeah, it's just like it's a good time there. Yeah, but then the fucking our landlord had to sold the fucking building and it closed. But, um, yeah, so Rip the Black Rose, we'll be talking about that for another 10 years, right? I think until I die. Yeah. Um, tell me about Bonnaroo, man. Um, well, it was a hassle to get in. Um, the drive down there wasn't too bad. We drove through the night. Um, I had, like, the 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. shift. Oh, yeah. Um, it wasn't too bad. Drank a lot of coffee, had an energy drink, kind of made my way through it. Right. But the line itself to get in took us about four hours. I saw on Twitter when we finally got in that some people were waiting for 12 hours the next morning. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So there was a, there was just a lot of issues with the security and what was going on. Um, but we all made it in. We had a great time. I yeah. saw a lot of good music. Yeah, what um, was your favorite? Honestly, Cardi B was probably my favorite. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude. She was she was honestly yeah. so fun and I had a great time. Maybe it was because I was a little drunk, but I was having a great time during Cardi B. Yeah. Um, most surprising most surprising fun act was this guy named Space Jesus. I think I've heard of him. Okay. I ne- I really never listened to him and I went and saw it, his set by myself. Oh yeah. And it was a great time. Mm-hmm. I, that's awesome. I, um, I used to, so I never went to Bonnaroo, but I went to Lollapalooza every year for like four years or mm-hmm. so. And, um, and I would go like 
the first year I went, I only went one day, but I started going like every single day. Mm -hmm. And um, my friends and I would like, like I would always go with like my friends from high school. Like it was kind of like our big summer thing to do. Um, and like we would all coordinate like a hotel that was like conveniently placed so mm -hmm. that we can get there easily. But I like, I usually spent most of the weekend by myself really? like, going to shows like on my own, like largely because a lot of my friends just listen to different music than mm -hmm. I am. And they wanted to go to like a lot of the EDM stuff or okay. the, the hip hop stuff. Like that was more of like kind of what they enjoyed doing, which is fine. But I would go for like Tim Paula, for example, or I would go for uh, LCD sound system. Like those are like, I mean, two of my favorite bands, but like I, I remember seeing like those shows by myself and other various like indie artists that I liked. And mm -hmm. I mean, it's a very unique set. Like not a lot of people wouldn't maybe go see them per se, because there's a lot of electronic music that somebody would rather go see. All right, yeah. But those types of sets are pretty cool, especially if you go by yourself. It's a good experience. Of course. Well, I feel like, so this is something that I keep in mind is how people listen to music for two reasons. They either listen to it to get hyped up mm -hmm. or they listen to it to chill out. Mm -hmm. I don't really listen to music to get hyped up that much. Okay. Like, I, I mean, yeah, like, I've had fun at EDM shows in the past, like, uh, Barton Garrick's After Party 2014, baby. But I listen to music to chill out a lot. And I think that that's why I, like, really just enjoy, you know, seeing a band playing their music and just kind of, like, chilling out on a hill. Most definitely. Yeah, like, I, I find that very relaxing and just very, like, that's what I'm paying to go do. Yeah. Um, be nice to have a beer in my hand. But I started getting, like, the last festival... The last lol I went to was in 2016, and I started just getting sort of, it's just so exhausting, and it's mm -hmm. a lot of money, so. It takes a big toll, especially once you get to the fourth day, especially those four days, festivals. Yeah. How'd you push through? Uh, it was rough. Saturday morning, or Saturday night into Sunday morning, I didn't sleep. Um, I went back into the Senaru area where all the stages are at like 5.45 in the morning mm -hmm. because there was a rumor going around that somebody was doing a sunrise set. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, ended up being just these DJs and they were playing some house trance music at 6 o'clock in the morning. Fascinating. So I was sitting there <laughs> with my buddy and uh, we were uh, kind of just vibing to some house music at yeah. six, from like 6 until like 8 and then I went back and took a 4 hour nap and I woke up around 12.30. You know, Ari. Party oh. with Ari. Oh, shout out party with Ari. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, woken up to her blasting music and yelling shot o'clock. Um, oh, God. Because it was time to take mm -hmm. a shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> sounds like Ari. It took me a... Ari, I love you. Miss you. took me a few minutes to get out of my cot at that point. <laughs> yeah. I was, right. it, you know, ended up getting out. I had a good time. Got some breakfast. Made a day out of it. Nice. That was the day I saw Cardi B too, and that was my favorite day, like my favorite show. Sure. How does Rue uh, distinguish itself from other festivals you've been to? Um, I think it's diversity of music. Like, there's a band like Fish playing, and there is a 
EDM artists like RL Grime playing. Mm -hmm. It's a wide spectrum of music, and then there's a lot of different things in between, like rap, a little bit of house music, a little bit of uh, there's rock, kind of indie rock. Yeah, yeah right. there's a lot going on. Um, and I feel like the way it's structured also makes it because it's like a lot of festivals like Lollapalooza and Bonnaroo have like a lot of they intertwine a lot with like the lineups and everything. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Bonnaroo's I mean, it's cool because the music goes later, mm -hmm. goes much farther into the night. Yeah, there. I think Friday night and Saturday night they have music playing throughout the entire night into the morning, and then up until the first show, which is probably like around eleven or twelve. Mm -hmm. So they always one another thing that I really like about Bonnaroo outside of the music is they have a ton of stuff that you can go check out or go look at or walk through. Yeah. There's this area out, just outside of Center Road, it's called Where in the Woods. And you can walk through this trail and it's different little things of scenery and mm -hmm. gadgets to look at. They have just a lot of cool artwork to look at. Yeah, yeah. And the lights are really cool. Yeah, it's just a cool place. And and it's a camping festival too, so right. like, um, yeah, I mean, personally, like, I mean, I've, like, I haven't had the experience before, like I said, but I personally would prefer to be at a campsite than navigating through a metropolitan area, right. like trying to beat traffic and shit. Yeah, and probably a little cheaper too to camp instead of going out to go to a hotel and then finding your way back. Right. Um, it was only like a 10 minute walk to the main area from our campsite. Yeah. And we did group camping too, so there was a group of 32 of us. Oh wow. Yeah, so we had a nice little setup with all of our canopies and who do we have to shout out uh, that uh, I would know? That Danny would... was there. Parker was there. Shout out Danny and Parker. Abe. Abe I know was Abe there. Was there. Shout oh, out Abe. Abe. Yeah, fucking Abe. I met up with some buddies that I met my first year of Bonnaroo, the, some guys from Texas. Oh, cool. Um, they were a lot of fun. Shout out Haley and Jake. Love you guys. Um, yeah. I've heard, like, I've heard it's, I mean... And you get this with, like, you know, any fair or festival or anything. Like, there's just such a, like, it's like an instantaneous bond you feel mm -hmm. with everybody there. Like, dude, I remember, so this is, like, it's totally different vibe than a music festival. But I went to the Renaissance Fair for okay. the first time. How was well, that? Amazing. Really? Oh, my God, it's fucking dope. Um, but I went to the Renaissance Fair last year for the first time. And I just remember... Thanks, buddy. No problem. Um, I just remember, like, so, like, I, I mean, and I was dressed as, I was wearing, like, a polo and, like, my blue shorts and, like, I, I didn't, I wasn't in character at all. It's a medieval-themed mm -hmm. festival and everything. So, like, I didn't look like someone who was supposed to be there, but I still was, like, so welcomed by everybody, like, you know, People were in character. People were in these outrageous costumes. Like there was all this just really amazing food. Mm -hmm. um, just food. yeah, like thematic, like really funny and just entertaining thematic things. Like there was a guy that was like, there was this literally a booth you could pay like I think it was like ten bucks you could pay to throw tomatoes at this guy mm. um, with his head like in the in like a little hole. You could throw tomatoes at him while he insults you. Oh, yeah. Um, but, and, like, uh, this is such these extravagant personalities and just amazing, just awesome people. 
And even though I wasn't like in character, like you know, it was my first time there, I didn't really know what to expect. I still was so like I felt so like included, mm -hmm. and everyone there was just, like you can tell people wait all year for this thing. Mm -hmm. They and they're this is what they genuinely love to do, and it's so much. It's they feel so like at home when they're there and like they feel sure they ball out for these for this weekend too yeah like it's it's their reality slip right you know and like i i think that that's just such a like it's a beautiful thing to share with people and when you're like absorbing it you could come from so many different walks of life but when you're absorbing the same energy in in an environment that's designated to bring people together help you make friends just make lasting memories then I don't know. I, I think that that's like it's just it's such a beautiful experience to share with people, even if you don't know them personally. Mm -hmm. And how you just described it, my way of describing something like that is just saying it's vacation. I'm here to spend my money to enjoy myself, and this is how I enjoy it. This is what I like to do. Yeah. So yeah, yeah everybody has their little niche of what they like and what they don't like, and more people will spend more money to do something they want to do. Right. I got to give a shout out to Ty Reem, one of our good old friends. Ty. I like what that a guy. great guy. Yeah. Um, Ty and I, roommate too. yeah, he lived with him. Ty, he was my, he was our pledge master. Um, <laughs> Ty, I remember getting coffee with him one time because me and him, like, we were like, we were like friends, like sort of by association, but we never actually just like hung out. Mm -hmm. And he said something that was very impactful to me that I still remember every single day. What did like, he say? Spend your money on experiences, not things. Right. And that was like three years ago. And I, I like that still sticks with me today. Like, I mean, there's things that I enjoy buying. Like I enjoy, I'll enjoy like new clothes or I'll enjoy new records. I'll enjoy this beer that I'm having at this bar. I might be, but I could be saving up to go on a, an, an amazing vacation. Like for a while now, I've wanted to go on a trip out west to, nas to hit national parks. Um, I could be saving up to, uh, you know, go overseas for, you know, like go to Europe for the first time. Another thing I really want to do. Mm -hmm. um, I could be saving my money up for that, but I can't do that when I'm spending my money on things that are like so brief and in the moment and spontaneous, like, you know. Like a new pair of shoes. Right, right, right. Anything with some sort of material value mm -hmm. that you may use, that you may not use, who knows? Right, yeah. I, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, like, and I mean, there's some things that you need to buy. Um, like, I bought this camera off of Jack Fricky. Shout out Jack Fricky. Um, but I bought this camera, and doing so enabled me to do this. Um, so, I mean, yeah, things are necessary sometimes, but I love to, like, it's, it's also just like amazing when you can like channel your money towards something that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And like last spring break was my first time at Disney world and universal studios. It was my first time in Florida and, um, life changing. I, what'd you think of Disney world? Oh my god, I love it so much, dude. I well, I fucking love Disney World. Holy shit. I want to go back so bad. Um, Epcot was awesome. Uh, and, I mean, Magic Kingdom was great, too. But everyone is just so fucking happy there. Mm -hmm. 
No one's like in a pissy ass mood at Disney World. Like everyone's just enjoying themselves and just having an amazing time. And like, um, and I didn't even get to see the whole thing, but like, but that's what I mean. Like that's an experience that I still think about consciously like every day. And that was a year and a half ago. Yeah. So I'm sure you have that experience with various concerts you've been to. Concerts, places I've been, um, any trips that I've taken, all that. So tell me what I don't know. And I know you're like you know you're a big concert lover. You've been going to concerts for years. Given I guess an example of like one of the most mesmerizing concert experiences you've ever been to. Well, I think my first year of Bonnaroo, um, I got to see a band called Dead and Co. Grateful Dead and Company. Yeah, yeah. And that's with uh, John Mayer. And I've never seen John Mayer prior to that. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I listened to him a lot just because of influence of people that I've lived with. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and John Mayer is just a phenomenal guitarist. And I got to see that type of quality of music and professionalism and just talent on stage and I got to see it firsthand that was a very mesmerizing and awesome show that I'll probably never forget about um, but more so it's not even who I see it's sometimes just the people I'm around that's when it makes it a lot more fun I've been going to a show by myself before and that's a great time but if you're spending time with some cool people mm -hmm. at a show that you both are enjoying your time at right that makes it worthwhile. Oh my god, yeah. Like, dude, I like I've met friends through literally like. So my favorite band is a band called Animal Collective, mm -hmm. and um, I made friends through the band because like I'm part of like a Facebook group of people that are just really really diehard fans of the band and mm -hmm. like bond over their shared love for this this artist and I literally like have met people. Um, I've, I've seen people in the group that happen to live in Milwaukee that I've connected with through that Facebook group. I've also met people at shows that I still talk to, like, you know, I, I still am connected with on social media because I met them with that concert experience of, like, seeing them in, in a particular area. Um, one of my really good friends, um, uh, shout out Alec, uh, he is, uh, he's become one of my really good friends, which I met him after a show of theirs in Chicago last summer. And we drove up, I found out he lived in Waukesha, and we drove up and saw, saw one of the guys in the band in Minneapolis like two months ago. How was that? Amazing. It was just amazing because like, when you have like a shared love of an artist or something, just something that really like, you know, something that just really warms your heart, something that just really, like, makes you, like, just reminds you of, like, the beauty in life and just something that you just superiorly uh, emotionally connect to. Mm -hmm. And someone else shares that. There's no feeling like it. Yeah. There's a lot of satisfaction mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. Especially seeing some good-ass music. I know Ellie Goulding was a big show for you. Oh, yeah. Well, I wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> she took my heart away and... She threw it on the ground? Oh, or... man. <laughs> not even, I mean, not like that. She was amazing. 
I... But she's, like, not playing anymore, right? right? she's not playing anymore. That's why she crushed you. Yeah. <laughs> that was... I, I think I got really emotional that show just because I was having such a good time and I was with some pretty cool people. And her, her voice... Ben. Her voice was to die for. And just hearing that... Even like some of the some of the songs that she did were acapella with no music, oh, wow. or even just the piano in the background. Man, damn. Yeah. Um, that's shit. That's amazing, dude. Yeah. I yeah. Like, man. Like, I always feel so rejuvenated after I see a band or an artist that I've wanted to see for so long. Like, yeah. I get that all the time. I just saw Vampire Weekend last weekend. Oh, how was that? Amazing. It was so good. They played for two hours. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I've been a big Vampire Weekend fan for a, a while, and seeing them playing in our in our city and um, getting to share that experience with my good friend Angelica, like, it was just... Music is cool, Ben. Like... Music is dope. It is, I, don't, I don't know what I would do without... Having the ability to or capability to go to a show and then just enjoy some music or see something cool, I find it very relaxing. It's a great way to pass time. Even it might seem like it goes by quick, which it does. Shout out Matt Sizemore, by the way. I got to see that kid. Oh my god, him. I miss Matt. Oh, Matt, he was hope, so cool. Matt, I hope you're doing well. I do miss you a lot. Come back to Milwaukee soon. I think he's actually planning to come back soon. Okay. What yeah. a guy. He was. Oh. Well, he was fun to be with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best he's one of the like one of the sweetest dudes of all time. Yeah. But and like so you know I do music journalism now mm -hmm. and like I cover shows around the city, and which is very cool. Good th job. Thank you. Um, but part of what fascinates me about music so much is the emotional connection we have to it, mm -hmm. and how it 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 really like closes off the rest of the world and it just brings people together that are all there for the same reason and experiencing the same thing and you make friends out of that you know you you f they cause that artist caused you to feel a certain way mm -hmm. or it caused you to think critically about something like it just hits a certain molecule in your body yeah. to spark something right. to ignite something else yeah to and, bring some sort of satisfaction to you and and like music I mean, music activates both parts of our brain, so I think in that way, it's like it, it sort of balances that psychological response and also that emotional response and everything. I love going to shows for that reason, and I also love supporting my friends that are making music right now because right. those friends of mine that I, like, care about so much or the, the artists that, like, I'm following closely in the scene, like, they are, I mean, they're turning heads but they're also like their their music is like really meaningful to people and like I you can't really like this I'm, I'm it's, all it's, about, it's, it's incomparable right I'm all about for people enjoying what they're doing with their lives or going after something that they love and have a passion for even if it might not bring so much money on the table they're at least they're doing something that they are enjoying yeah like they're Using their time wisely with their lives, and I respect people so much that do that. Like Will and Jack and Garrett. When Shout I saw out Will Frank and the Goodland Gang. God, there when I first saw them, that was so fun, and I've tried to go every time when I'm in Milwaukee. I don't remember, but okay. it was it was somewhere in the Third Ward on Water Street, and it was a great show. And then I 
continued to follow them after that because it was so much fun. Yeah. Fire and Water was not the first one I remember that one because there was a second level upstairs and I was oh, sitting sure. on the ledge listening up there and I remember Jack gave me a shout out because they were doing a song that I really liked. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Which, which one was that? Um, Drunken Memoir. Oh yeah, yeah. Great song, song, guys. For me, it's Young Man. That's my favorite song of theirs. See, like, just like that, they wrote this song and I like it a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? I like to just kind of, I like to go on a lot of night walks. Okay. And put my headphones in and just... Careful night walks, right? Right, right, yeah. Safety first. Yeah, of course. But... I'm, but I, I, I have like a master playlist of songs that like I've, you know, that mean a lot to me that I've, you know, been coming back to you for the, for years now. Mm-hmm. It's called Aimless. Aimless. That's, that's the name of the playlist. And it's a good playlist name. Thank you. But that's kind of where I compile all the songs that like I listen through like albums and just artists and come across and I all put them in here and I come back to them. Mm-hmm. And I like to listen to that playlist like select songs in that playlist like late at night when I'm just just me and my thoughts and I just think about the world I think about my friends I think about people that I think about people I love I think about my goals I think about everything I want to do like with my life beautiful moments I want to share with people mm-hmm. and is there a certain band or artist that really sparks that for you like you would go out of your way to listen to them no well, matter no matter the occasion you'd um try to listen to them i'm just i'm sure. not, i guess i'm asking do you have a favorite band well yeah it's animal collective okay um but not even just them like just there will be songs that just like i'm like okay the song is like the song is stuck in my head right now the song is like speaking in my soul right now so i need to listen to it mm-hmm. and that's when like i'll decide like i need to put this song on or whatever um what about you i do and i the first time I saw them, I hung out out back, like uh, not in the actual theater to listen and watch them because I didn't realize what I was seeing it myself. Um, my first time I saw Humphreys McGee. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a good jam band. It is a very good jam band. I um, did not listen to the music as I should have. I was out wandering because I thought I was bored. I didn't like the music. But then it hit me how cool they were and the music itself was so cool and I don't know just slowly started listening to them more and more and I know I now go out of my way to see them whenever I can oh yeah they're one of my favorite bands they just played the perfect note the most satisfying notes and they just throw on a good show all the time Uh yeah so shout out to Stevie Riley and Ty. I think you guys showed me Humphreys McGee. Great. Yeah. Those guys Great group of guys. They love good music, that's yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. Um, I I have, like, do you keep a list in your phone of, like, artists you, like, have to see at some point? Because I do that. I Like, I keep a list of, like, artists I have to see. Hmm. I don't do that. I think I'm usually pretty good about, oh, yeah, I've seen them. Or, like, if I like the artists enough, I will go out of my way to see them again. I just saw Fish for the first time this past weekend. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go to Alpine now. Nice. Because they're there. Yeah. I'm going to go with they're Sam. They're coming. Yeah. They're so, coming. I'm very excited. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. Transcending through life now that, like, college is over for both of us. We've had to, you know, sort of, 
you know, we've had to adjust to like, you know, the real world, as mm -hmm. you would call it. And we don't get these experiences as often as we used to, but you know, we still get them from, a, from time to time. I mean, I, I mean, I still have fun like covering shows and stuff, but like, there's still like plenty of experiences that like are out of my reach right now that like I hope for um, at some point. So how do you feel, you know, you're like, how are you finding like um, sort of, I guess, um, little ways to enjoy yourself while you are st like, you know, working at a, a big boy, like real job now? Cause you, I mean, you have a, you have a really good job. Um, how are you finding little ways to still like enjoy yourself and still like, you know, connect with your friends and connect with like, you know, your, yourself? Honestly, I think I have more time now than I did when I was in school. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I very much enjoy going to work. I like what I do. I like my job. I like the company that I work for and I come home and that's my time to relax. And I'm usually hanging out with one of my friends every night. Um, it's not multiple. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have as much time during the day because of work, but that doesn't stop me from doing what I still enjoy doing, like after work. I find my time useful, like in the evening. Um, I try to hang out with somebody just because that's, that's my time to relax and I like yeah. to enjoy that. Um, so yeah, I am going back to school though in the fall. Really? Yeah, I'm going for my MBA. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, so, I'll be back on to not being so busy, so I think I can answer that question a little bit more once that starts, but I I think I'm finding time to still enjoy myself, hang out with friends, do what I need to do to kind of like find my zen throughout the day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm stressed out too much at work. That's good. So, I... I don't have that feeling of like rush or something like on my shoulder where I I have a project due in two weeks that I need to start that I haven't started, you know, for yeah. school. Once I leave work, my mind is off work. When I get to work, my mind is focused on work. That's kind of how I look at it. And that's how I yeah. kind of have learned it. I think that's what it should be. Yeah. You should be stressed out about work when yeah. you're not on the clock. Even, <laughs> even so, like I was gone, this was my first four days gone because I left for Bonnaroo and I got back and just got back right into the groove of getting into it. It was a little rough because I'd answer a ton of emails, but <laughs> yeah. besides that. All right, yeah. I like. What about you? Is it this? Do you feel the same way, or do you think you don't have as much time to spend with friends or enjoy yourself, or is there something stopping you? <sighs> that's a good question. Because something that's been eating away at me lately is the fact that I feel like. I don't spend as much time with friends, mm -hmm. you know, like as I wish I could, because I mean, like it's natural, like, you know, a lot of us are just kind of on our own mm -hmm. paths and, you know, the progression that comes with that. But I, so like a lot of times my way of hanging out with my friends is through going to a show together or going to some kind of event going on in the city mm -hmm. or it's, um, it, or it's just like, like, you know, the, when I get a chance to, like, you know, get coffee with somebody, like, um, I, I live right behind Collectivo now, so that helps. Is it a little dangerous to live behind this club? Uh, no, I, I still make my own coffee at home, okay, but, good. I mean, Collectivo helps, because it's just, like, 
it allows for like this social catalyst to occur. Mm -hmm. But I still like. I mean, there's plenty of people I miss. Mm -hmm. um, I miss a lot of people because I know so many people. All my friends are busy all the time. Um, I moved out of my old place with my best friend Brock, and you know I miss him. I I still see Jack and Will and those guys, like other good friends of mine. Um, you know, I'll see them at the studio or at a show, but last Thursday was the first time we've actually gotten to just hang out and just drink beer and watch a movie. First time in like four or five months. Um, I never, like, my uh, another good friend of mine, Jordan Kellogg. Shout out, Jordan. Jordan Kellogg. Man, I haven't seen him. I know. I haven't seen him in, uh, I mean, he, he lives in Stevens Point now, so I don't get to see him much either. Like... I don't get to see most of my really good friends. Julia Stahls, my best friend from home. Aaron Vale, also another best friend of mine from home. I get to see them a couple times a year. And get the, the, the thing is, like, I, it's, I, I find comfort in the fact that we're all working towards our self-determination, and that is why, like, it's like, you know, I... I don't feel like as bad about it because it's like we're all just kind of doing our own thing and everything. But I still, it's like it'd be nice if I could just hang out with one of my good friends and just relax. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I cover like a couple shows a week, I'd say. Like I do, you know, I do a lot of episodes of this show. I still try to find time. Like I, you know, have to... You know, find time for my day job to work so I can make money. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's a lot to balance right now, but um, I'd say that like I'm having a lot of fun doing what I can, what I am because like I'm still making new friends and meeting a lot of really amazing people that also call call Milwaukee home. Reconnecting. To yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. Like this, I, is our, this honestly this is my first time seeing you in a while. I haven't seen you in so long, dude. And like, yeah, like we haven't hung out and just sat and talked and. I don't remember how late that, how long that's been. We can change that. We're gonna change that. Okay. Um, so, I like I I've been trying lately to sort of reconnect with that because like good. there's a lot of like good friends I have that like I really just want to see how they're doing and just you still want to follow along with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See how at the end of the day, like you know, your 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 interpersonal relationships with people are have a huge impact on just how you feel about, you know, your social life and everything. So like, while I'm making a lot of new friends, I want to salvage the ones I still have had for so long. Right. And it can be a challenge kind of doing what I do, like constantly, you know, being out on the scene and like, you know, talking to people that I don't know necessarily. And then a lot of times I'm exhausted and I'll just go home and I just need to like relax and just do nothing for a little bit. But do you think that's part of people? Uh, sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine. I'm do done. Do you think that's part of like how somebody grows? Though, I know. Obviously, I'm going to use us as an example. We haven't seen each other in a little bit. We're both growing in our own ways, and that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. So finding time to do different things, like how we used to do, might not be as easy uh, now. Right. Yeah. And I think that's just something people don't realize, and maybe they just. It's not that. They hold, they're holding a grudge or anything against that other person. Right, yeah. They're just they're just doing their thing. Yeah. They're kind of working on themselves, trying to get better in every way. And I think a lot of people are doing that. So I, 
I don't want to hold somebody back or, right, or yeah. even even if it's not even that far I don't want to stress to somebody that hey we still have to be friends and we still have to hang out like you're, if you're doing your thing and you're doing good I'm happy for you yeah and we still should find the time then to right you know have a beer drink some wine do this well, this is awesome by the way well thank you well just like in that exact sense this has been so much fun and I feel like it hasn't been that long since I've seen you because I mean you're a friend of mine that like we can hang out and pick up exactly where we left off. I and think it, so too. It's, it's just not, yeah, it's just not that, when you can find those friends, you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself to like, right. oh, I need to like, I need to talk about this, this, and this, and I need to like know exactly what you've been doing for like the last four or five months. Like, it's just, it's not practical. It's not realistic. It's like, I know you're doing really good for yourself and and I mean, I'm pretty happy with where I'm where I'm at now. And like, if if one of us really was struggling or we really did need a friend, we would know because yeah. we would reach out, and that's what friends do. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of piggybacks off what you said. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really if you if there's a point where you do really need a friend, reach out. Mm-hmm. But. That goes for anybody watching. Yeah, always. But we're also just drinking wine and just shooting the shit, and that's been a ton of fun. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, I'm just I'm glad that we got to reconnect over this. Me too. So, my big question I want to ask you: Is there any uh, beautiful women in your life right now? You're asking me that in my episode, man. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, you don't have to answer. Sure, we can sure. talk about it later if you sure. want. Sure. So, well, how have you like? How have you been otherwise? Like, anything new? How are your parents? Parents are great. Okay. Uh, John and Nancy. Shout Nancy. Out. I miss Nancy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, parents are great. Um, they got new jobs and they're moving soon, hopefully. Really? Yeah. What are they doing now? Um, my mom works at College of DuPage, and my dad works at a new like. Um, uh, he works at a company that develops hybrids of plants. Um, that uh, is out on like the west side of Chicago, so they're trying to move out in that area. Okay. Town. Parents are great. Um, in terms of um, women, I'm currently, I mean, yeah, I'm single. I'm on the market, but I'm. Uh, I actually, so I recently kind of came out about this um, on social media recently. So I will. I'm going to. Since you brought it up, I'm going to um, formally speak about it. So, in the last year, I came to terms with the fact that, like, I've definitely been bicurious. Okay. Um, I'd say I'm primarily attracted to people that identify as women, but at the same time, I'm also, like, you know, with the fact that, like, you know, there's been... I've had non-binary partners, and, you know, that's totally okay. It's like sexuality is a spectrum at the mm-hmm. end of the day, right? And, like, I mean, yeah, like, I've I've wondered. It's like, oh, my God, like, you know, I've thought about, like, this with a guy before. Like, I definitely have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to be really insecure about that, but I have found a way to not be insecure about that because... At the end of the day, you're attracted to who you're attracted to, mm-hmm. and like I love, is love. Right, right, and I mean, I've, I've I've experimented a little bit in the last year, and um, 
I feel like I'd say I'm heteroflexible. That's okay. kind of the term I'm using right now to describe myself. Because, okay. like, yeah, like, I'd say I'm mostly straight, but, like, I can, um, I, I can definitely, like, acknowledge when somebody who is, like, of the same sex or, or shares, like, you know, androgynous or gender ambiguous traits, like, I can acknowledge when they're attractive, too. So, in that way, like, there's no point. Any wine left No, I, here, I just... Here, take a thing of this. <laughs> Cheers to you, man. Thank you, dude. I appreciate that. Good job to be just proud of yourself and control of yourself and just living your life how you'd like to live it. So, Thank you, man. Ditto, man. You L'chaim. too. L'chaim. But, great. Thank you. But to answer your question, though, uh, currently no lovely ladies. Um, I uh, I recently had to end something with her, with somebody, but she's an amazing person, and she is. It just we were looking for different things, and that is okay. It is a really complicated, um, just complicated time in our lives to know exactly what we want in a significant other, and that's okay. Right. So, on that note, I'm. Yeah, I guess I'm just focusing on the things I really enjoy doing and just love doing and also and just things that bring me joy, which is meeting great people, listening to great music, Good. and having great conversation. Ben, the only thing I can tell you is just to continue to stay curious because that's where you find the things that you enjoy the most and find the most satisfaction with, whether it be music, people, food, it can be anything. Right, right. And I think staying curious is one of the most important traits anybody can abide with themselves, you know? Thank you, dude. So good job. Thank you. What about you? No. (laughs) I mean, I still, I don't think, my viewpoint of it is when I see the girl, I'll know. I don't think I've met that girl yet. Um, I'm still enjoying myself. I don't think I'm ready yet to have that type of commitment. I mean, unless I meet... Unless I meet the girl that I know. Right. But as of right now, I'm hanging around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's okay. You know, we're still, we're still fish in the sea. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some good looking fish in the sea. Right, right. Yeah. We're, yeah. All right. Funny. Aaron Rumpel. Ben Slowey. Oh, man. Um, man, this wine's got us feeling some type of way. Kind of does. Um, dude, uh, what, what keeps you up at night? Uh, I still have nightmares about this movie I saw when I was younger. It was a very scary movie. What was the movie? I couldn't tell you, but there was like this ghost in the tree that attacked hunters at night. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so on that note, don't watch scary movies. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, it's okay. I mean, I've had a lot of, I had trauma from movies too when I was little, so. Um, what puts you to sleep though? Um. My noisemaker, the gray sound. I don't think I can oh, sleep yeah. without it. It kind of sounds oh, like yeah, you're flying yeah, in an airplane. Sure. It's like, <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. Find it so relaxing. Oh, Can't yeah. sleep without it. That sounds ideal. <laughs> <sighs> that's about that's about it with that. Or else I cannot fall asleep. I need some. I need some sort of sound. The dead silence. Yeah. kills me. I used to fall asleep to playlists. Um, what was your favorite playlist then? Aimless. Aimless, yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, brother. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yo, um, remember to spend your money on experiences and not things. Remember to, you know, be in touch with your friends, but don't put pressure on yourself to like make a friendship anything that doesn't need to be. Like, we're all doing our own things at the end of the day, and love is love. Love, yeah, and love is love too.
Um, yeah, embrace who you are and just embrace what makes you happy. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Thank you.